Translations from the Odes of Horace Translated from the Latin by George Murray Read for LibriVox.org Book One, Ode Twenty-Two Fuscus, the man whose life is pure and clear from crime, may live secure. No moorish darts or bow he needs, no quiver stored with venom reeds. Whether on Afric's burning sands, or savage Caucasus he stands, or where, with legend-haunted tide, the waters of Hadaspes glide. For while in Sabine glades alone, singing of Lalage, my own, I roamed light-hearted and unarmed, a wolf that faced me fled, alarmed. No monster so portentous roves through gallant Daunia's broad oak groves, nor e'en in Juba's thirsty land that suckles lions mid the sand. Place me on lifeless deserts, where no tree is fanned by summer's air, that zone of earth which mist and cloud with sullen atmosphere enshroud. Set me in boundless realms afar, beneath the sun's two neighboring car, e'en there sweet-smiling Lalage, sweet-speaking maid, beloved, shall be. Horace to Virgil on the death of Quintilius. Book One, Ode Twenty-Four. Why check the yearning for a friend so loved? O muse, to whom belong, by Jove's own gift, both lyre and song, thy mournful inspiration lend. Quinctilius sleeps in endless night. When shall his peer be found on earth, for true unblemished, modest worth, and loyal faith that loves the right? The good all mourned him, but thy moan was saddest, Virgil. Thou in vain dost ask him of the gods again, unmindful he was but alone. Nay, couldst thou sweeter strains command than Orpheus, whom the groves obeyed, thou couldst not animate the shade which Maya's son with gloomy wand, closing the gate of life, hath driven, to mingle with the spectral throng. Tis hard, but suffering makes us strong, to meet the unchanging will of heaven. Book One, Ode Thirty-Seven Boy I detest all Persian state, and crowns with linden bark entwined. Seek not the rose that lingers late for me to find. Enough, this simple myrtle wreath which decks not ill thy brows and mine, as served by thee I drink beneath the trellised vine. Book Three, Ode Twelve Bandusian spring as crystal clear with flowers, thy dew and pleasant wine, a kid to-morrow shall be thine, whose horns just budding forth appear, portending love and war. In vain! Child of the wanton flock, his blood the ice-cold current of thy flood, ere long with crimson hue shall stain. The blazing dog-star's scorching heat doth touch thee not. Oh, grateful thou to oxen wearied of the plough, and the faint herd with wandering feet! Thou, too, ennobled, shalt be found among earth's fountains, while I sing thy bubbling rills, that downward spring from hollow crags with ilex crowned. Book Two, Ode Ten Life's course in safety wouldst thou steer, Licinius, shun the open deep, nor to the treacherous shore in fear of storms too closely keep. The giant pine by tempest oft is rent, Towers fall with heavy crash, And mountain peaks that soar aloft Attract the lightning's flash. He who selects the golden mean Finds in no garret foul his home, Nor covets, sober and serene, The envy-stirring dome. A mind well-trained both hopes in woe And fears in weal a change of fate, For Jove, who sends the cheerless snow, Withdraws it soon or late. 
Tears will be followed by a smile. Apollo, with his lyre, the muse oft wakens, ceasing for a while his deadly bow to use. When nearly wrecked in times of ill, prove the brave metal of thy mind, and wisely reef thy sails that fill with too propitious wind. Book Two, Ode Fourteen. O oh, posthumous, my friend, my friend, the years glide swiftly to an end. No prayers can wrinkled age delay or death's inevitable day. Thrice yearly hecatombs of steers from Pluto's eyes can draw no tears. Sternly he holds earth's giant brood encircled with a gloomy flood, that flood which all must traverse soon, all we who feed on nature's boon, kings though we be, exempt from toil, or needy tillers of the soil. What though we shun war's bloody plain and the hoarse surge of Adria's main? What though in autumn's sultry hour we dread the south wind's blighting power to black Cocytus, oozing slow, and the vile Danaids we must go? Him we must view who rolls the stone condemned eternally to groan. Earth, home, and charming wife must be abandoned, and no cherished tree except the cypresses abhorred shall follow there their short-lived lord. And ere thy Kekubin shall seize, close guarded with a hundred keys, and revelry thy floor shall stain with choicer wine than pontiff's drain. End of section. This recording is in the public domain.